technically a TV director, although he does have some feature credits. His name is Marvin J. Chomsky. Uh, Interesting. He's, yeah, he's a five boroughs person. He's born in the Bronx, raised in Brooklyn. So he did a lot of Star Trek episodes. And nice. There's Star Trek all over this film. He did The Wild Wild West. He did Gunsmoke, Hawaii Five O. you know, just episodes. But he also did a bunch of miniseries for TV. One of them, he was one of the directors of Roots. Wow. It's all nepotism. You know, Noam Chomsky probably got him that television deal. <laughs> Look at the gun. Tough guy. Yeah. Look at that. No guy. sweat in the armpit. Yeah, that's tough, too. Man, that shirt is loud. How can you sleep wearing that shirt? Okay, here comes the blind guy, and he's going into the Black Cat. Really? Is that the name of the bar? Are you sure? Now, this Black Cat is a very... Uh, Shady uh, bar? Yeah, that's right. And it's own. Oh, you know him? His name in the film is Trimble. I didn't do good research on him, but I know his face from... Pool Run Barter Town! Oh my god, that's him? Master Blaster Run Barter Town. Yeah, that's Master yeah. Blaster. His name's Trimble. Wait a minute, isn't it just Master and then the big guy is Blaster? Maybe. In Thunderdome? Well, he used to say Master Blaster. Okay, now, the, the blind man has come here and given Peter Nash some news. Your brother is back in town. Now watch how blind this blind man is. Watch this. Huh? Ah, yeah, see? Thank you. He's not very blind, this blind man. Is he, was that his parole officer? He had a double check. Listen, I know I should be in the building. Well, that guy is Peter Nash who owns the bar. Um, and he gave permission, like part of oh. his pay would be get a free drink. He's Mongo's brother. He is Mongo's brother. Now, Mongo used to be his partner, and Peter Nash fucked him out of the partnership and stole his girl. His own brother's girl? Yup. Huh. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, well, you have to have balls, and Peter Nash certainly does. He's got all the angles, Peter Nash. Now listen to him. He's going to go in here and stress with the with the woman. All right. Let's see. She put all oh, the cards. Oh my god, those up. are cards. And he's like, "That's what you do with your free time." It's cute. Is that Sally Fields? It's not. Sally Fields is coming. He's in. Is she a teenager in this movie? Seventy-one. Uh, she no, is she got to be young. She's got to be young twenties, but or mid twenties, mid twenties. Okay, you remember her on TV? She was the flying nun, and she was Gidget, yeah. I think. Sure. The TV Gidget. Well, I didn't know there was a TV Gidget. I do know about the Gidget goes to Gidget goes Hawaiian Gidget. She goes Hawaiian. It was really That's embarrassing. It's so hard to watch through the cultural uh, appropriation. Now, Mike. Like a, yes. We've now met Peter Nash, and we know about the Black Cat. Now we're going to Cano's place, the Peep Show Parlor. Ooh, here we go. 25 yeah. cents in 1971. That's right. That'd be a right. good show, man. You Two bits be a for... Good show. 
Now, watch how people just drop their cigarettes on the floor and stomp them out. I mean, the world is so different today. Right. You could call people Mongo and get away with it. My, Other famous Mongos? I, was, Mike, Mongo's like a common name of like Italian people and nicknames. And, you know, you think it's a okay, slur? Yeah, right. Who goes up to someone who goes, hey, you Mongo? I don't think I've ever heard right. that in 57 years of life. What about the Devo song? That says Mongoloid, not uh, Mongo. Okay. And Mongoloid is talking about a human being who's like, I don't know, like less evolved or something, right? All right. It's not a Mongoloid like the country. It's, I don't like being called it. Okay. I would ask for a different nickname. I would say, can you call me like Bongo? But but no, it's not a nickname. His real name is Mongo? Mongo Nash? Yes, Mongo Nash. This is Mongo, and he's talking to Freddie. Now, Freddie was a very funny actor, and he, he did um, great stuff with Jackie Gleason. Okay, now, somebody... Oh, what the fuck is that? What the hell? All these Mongo's guys. back in town! This peep show is creepy. It really is a peep show. I paid 25 cents to look at Mongo? <laughs> okay, now, here's Cano. Get a good look at him because you hardly see him throughout the whole movie. Carl, it's pronounced Snow, K N O E. K N O L E, Canole. And this guy was right. born in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, big deal. He's an actor and a writer known for Star Trek, That Girl, and Coma, the movie. Wow. What an interesting cast. Died in 2020. Okay, so they're having like a very nonsensical, you're watching TV conversation. What are you looking for? Who knows I'm in town? You made me too fast, Fred. You made me too fast, Fred. Angel me. Is this like a payback movie? Is he back to payback? Yeah, but no, but, but that's, that's how it launches. Mike, right. See, Mongo used to fascinate people for Mike. So they assume since Mongo is switching a patchy five years ago. Now you're in. Okay. Mongo was like uh, worked the bar with his brother, and his brother screwed him out of the bar and started fucking his girl, and he got sent to prison. So he's been away for five years in the big house. You see. He got sent for prison for what? Oh, so these movies are ten cents. I apologize to the establishment. What did he get of? Arrested, arrested for? for? I don't know. I don't know, but it was a five-year sentence. Okay? Wow. So now he's back. But the thing is, Mike is in trouble with counterfeiters. He's got the plates for $50 bills. And he is... Uh, the, like, he went to deliver the plates, and the plates didn't show up, and now... Cano wants his goddamn money. He doesn't care that you say they didn't show up. And I don't know. It's all sorted. And you'll see this whole movie doesn't make sense. So basically, it's him against the world. No. Yeah, I guess. Not against the world. Because he's not. A, it's not attacking him. He's doing the attacking. Kojak! Hey, there he is. He's in the peep show or he's in a different peep show? No, he's across the street at a police uh, 
you know, like an abandoned building where the cops are taking pictures and monitoring Cano's activity across the street. Sure, I recognize that as an informant. I was in that very room. <laughs> Oops, I said too much. Now, Kojak has seen Mongo, and Mongo's back. In town. <laughs> yes, so co-soft of him. I'm going to co-soft on him. This terrible food. Now, now Mongo yeah. also makes the cop at this point. Mongo, he got tipped off that he was, um, that they were spying on Kano's place. So he wanted to see who were the cops that were spying. So now he just made Kojak. So it's kind of like showing how smart he is. Interesting. My kind of neighborhood. The truth is, this is um, San Pedro, California, and it's the waterfront area of San Pedro. Huh. Do you know San Pedro? I never even heard of San Pedro, like, but and I've heard of a lot of towns. At this point yeah. in my life, I'm familiar with a lot. I don't know why Pedro's not on it. There's a picture. But if I'm looking of for Mongo, and we meet the detective's helper. Martin Sheen. Wow. Now, Martin Sheen is no stranger to us. We just saw him in another yeah. 70s TV movie. Uh, yep, T exactly right. TV movie of the 70s. That's what he was doing at this point. And it was working for him. Yeah. Mango. So they're talking now about the like stolen plates and what's Mongo doing back? Do you think he's carrying the plates? Do you think he's here to do a job for, for his brother, Mike? Was Kojak happening during this movie, 71? This is prior to Kojak. Because he, he does a good cop. Well, I think that this movie might have had a lot to do with him getting cast in that part. Hey. So there's a reason to watch this movie. Yay. I guess. Actually, I'm really excited about this film. I, 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 uh, this film has a great look and feel. It's a tough guy movie. It just falls flat in a number of departments. They blow it in a lot of ways. And one of them is a nonsensical plot, which we'll get to. Right now we're sure. being set up for a plot that you'll see things shift I'm looking forward to it they're talking about things that don't make sense okay Kelly Savalas he died in uh, 1994 at only at the age of 72 Kojak was 1973 through 78 wow uh, he was Blofeld of course in uh, James Bond and um, don't forget that Joe Don Baker played Felix the CIA operative in that's the 80s, right the 80s version that's right. Our James Bond um, connection. Yeah, every film doesn't have one, but that's a pretty good one. Um, Tomorrow Never Dies in 1997 and Goldeneye in 1995. That was uh, Joe Don Baker in James Bond films. Okay, so I guess it's the morning, right? Right. And here we are at just some greasy spoon, right? You can't, I guess you could think of it as a diner. Here comes Mongo out of the cold rain. It will rain this whole movie. You said this is a Midwest town? 
According to the author's book of the same name, yeah, this is like a Midwest town. Here's Sally Field. Wow. Now, he'll sort of save Sally from the guy who's like, you got to order something. You can't just sit here all day, lady. She's with me. He doesn't know. Nice. Yeah, you see how tough it is? Like, well, is he gonna, she gonna eat or not? And he basically said, hey, fuck you. He said, you get her some coffee. She'll let you know. <laughs> so this uh, was December 10, 71, released on CBS. And um, September 10th. Right, 1971. December, December. Did I say September? That's been on my brain. Pre-planning for next month at work. December. Okay, let me tell you about the guy who wrote this book. Yeah, the book sounds interesting. Okay. Richard, his name, his, his first initial E. E. Richard Johnson. E. Richard Johnson wrote this book from prison. As well as most of his works he wrote in prison. He was on a murder robbery charge. Wow. Yeah, Minnesota Stillwater Prison. It was a state prison, Minnesota. Also, um, this movie sucks. He he should he owes you know <laughs> he needs to step up on that too. Look at the wet streets and the bright sunny sky. Oh my God! Oh, you, after right? a rainstorm, it's always like watch your watch your step. Don't squish. Splash. Splash. Um. Easy, easy. Watch your step. Splash. So he was released from prison in 91 and died in 97, but he escaped, man. Um, he won the 1968 Edgar Award for Mystery Writers of America for his debut novel, Silver Street, and Mongo was equally as well-received follow-up. He wrote seven books in four years of imprisonment before escaping, succumbing to drug addiction, and getting recaptured. Oh, my God. Silver Streak? Like as in the movie Silver Streak? Sil Silver Street. His debut novel was Silver Street. Oh, I gotcha. Sorry. And Joe Don Baker met with him in prison and he approved of the script and Baker's casting. He says the film didn't stick close to the book. And I believe it because the film derails itself. Okay, we're just learning Sally Field's unbelievable backstory that she was from down south in some bullshit town and she just had to get out of there. So she got on a, a bus and just ended up here. And it's her first second in the town. And so he's like, okay, I'll get you a place to stay and, I'll, you know, I'll help. Is it believable that she, she wouldn't go to Hollywood? She wouldn't go to New York? She wouldn't go to... I mean, is it believable, Mike? She just is, got... Is it believable? I don't... I mean, it's a coincidence that they met up like this. You know, but... Her backstory, yeah, I mean, it, though. Like, she, she was on a bus to nowhere? It doesn't... It'll, hmm. I don't know. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 
I, yes. I hear you. I hear you. It it would make more sense to have like a kind of an ambition, I'm, but I I can I can kind of. If buy her mother going. lived here and always told stories about the town, she, they need some. Okay, listen to this now. This is his stressing. What is he here for? What does he want to do? How he feels. How he thinks. <laughs> waiting, huh? I'm sweat a little. He's just pushing the chandelier around. Yeah. Brotherly love. It's all in the family. Like that. He's where you're wearing Mongo's ring. Hey, well, he, he, left left, he left it behind. He left it behind. Wait, he, he can't wear it in the slammer. I did him a favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is the dumbest scene in the movie. Okay. Yeah, like you, baby. Ooh, orange and purple together. That's hot. Uh. Now she'll go see. You rang. Is that the chastity bell? Ooh, absent is alarmed. I'll get it. Okay, now. Now what we get is shock value. Because as you know, I ruin all movies. Is there going to be some punching? Exactly. He's going to get ambushed guess by who uh does it rhyme with fungo it does rhyme with fungo oh, pow! oh and we're getting our tv sound effects Smack! hello brother now this is rocco you see the guy in the middle rocco yeah uh-huh. He's the guy just a to? nobody bartender. Up oh, there's Trimble. He's just a nobody bartender kind of guy. But later in our movie, all of a sudden, he's like a big part of the plot, and he has information. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he's kind of powerless. Like you know, he gets the blind guy wants a drink, and he has to look at the the owner. Like yeah. Now yeah. he was a big Star Trek connection. Uh, you probably might know his face from Mash. He was uh, uh, Mongo Nash, <laughs> Staff Sergeant Zemol Zale, Supply Elect Officer and Electrician on Mash, who had an ongoing feud with Klinger. He was in Annie Hall. He was in Injustice for All. He was in the Transformers, and he was in wow. Star Trek All Our Yesterdays. And he. Uh, Hosted a show with Nipsey Russell. <laughs> Look, Mongo's lighting matches and fucking flicking them at his brother. <laughs> like, Man, fuck I, you, asshole. Crazy. It's all CGI, Carl. Don't worry about it. And he's like, where's my money? Now he's finding out. I'll play it so you can hear the backstory when he talks. Look, it starts to catch on fire. Mongo's not kidding. Yeah, well, I mean, he's flicking matches at it in, inside. Master Blaster run Barnatown. That's so crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were a duo. Big guy and little guy. Master and Blaster. Yeah. And together. Right, so now we're going to get a little backstory, so I'll put it up for you. 
basically it's going to be about the plates, the counterfeit plates and Cano and Cano wants his money, but the plates are missing, blah, blah, blah. Come on, let's go, Mongo. Come on. Time for a commercial break. Right. I wonder what's going to be on the 11 o'clock news. In a second, Mongo. Rocco's watering the drinks, huh? Oh, Rocco's the bartender? The important third act character? Yes. All right, slam. Okay, brother. You've given him his money, $6,000. Wow, well, you now know, look, you waited five see years. See the sweat? You see the sweat? Yes. Right, people sweat in polyester. I remember. It's his armpits, yeah. But Mongo is like smooth. I had called it out. He was lying in that, on that flop bed and uh, not sweating. Right. Canoe. If you're in the canoe, you, you would canoe. Listen, listen, listen. Give you a hundred. Okay, so now he's saying the plates are fifties. That's important. They didn't show up. So. Cano gave him the money to buy the plates from this supplier, and this supplier didn't deliver the plates, he's claiming. And so now Cano wants his money money back, but he already gave it to the buyer. Okay, that makes sense. So, wait a minute. To clean the plates, like they needed someone to clean their, their, their counterfeit plates, and then the guy just took it? No. They... Uh, Mike said, hey, Cano, I know a guy who can get us counterfeit $50 bills. We can get, he can get plates for us. So you, Cano, give me the money and I'll go buy them for us. Perfect. He goes, okay, here's the money or here's my half of it or whatever. Then the plate guy said, there's too much heat. The cops know about me. I'm not delivering the plates. I said, but we gave you the money. And he goes, well, I'm not delivering the plates. So now Cano's like, well, that's not my problem. This was your connection. Right. You owe me money. So there's going to be like a little more. Well, the more you can know. <laughs> Sweaty armpit motherfucker. Is it Christmas already? Hey, Carl, Merry Christmas. Merry, oh, let me be the first this movie to wish you, <laughs> wish you. Merry Christmas. May I, may I be the first in September to wish you a Merry Christmas? So now Sally Fields is like a nice girl and Mongo's like a tough guy. They don't right. go together unless Mongo is owning her. So that's what the relationship's going to become. Oh, rough Mongo. See, the movie doesn't make sense. She goes, oh, this Christmas tree, I love it. I never had one growing up. Does that make sense? I never had a Christmas tree. And then he goes, we all make that mistake. And she goes, not having a Christmas tree? And he goes, no, growing up. It doesn't make oh. any sense. Well, wait a minute. He just got back in town. So where did he pick up a Christmas tree? He didn't. Sally Field got it and brought it home. Wait, so Sally Fields 
couldn't afford a coffee at uh, Flapjacks. Right. Mongo does scary guy. And then she picks up a Christmas tree and starts yeah. decorating it expertly. That doesn't make sense, right? You're right about that. I've never done a Christmas tree before. <laughs> yeah. These, these have this year's on it. These bobbles have 71 in on it. Did you grow up in United States? I mean, what do you mean you never had a Christmas right. tree? <clears throat> Mongo's like, wait a minute, are you Jewish? <laughs> I ne never had a menorah before. So Mongo's essentially oh. saying, look, you're going to be my girl. You're going to be my girl. So let's get down to business. And then they do. <clears throat> okay, now we have a long, drawn-out, crazy thing. The buzzer goes off. Remember that buzzer? Sure, the, the abstinence alarm. So in the, yeah, the abstinence alarm. So in the middle of the night, this buzzer is just ringing off the hook. So they have to go investigate what the fuck is going on. And they're all sleeping here. Where the fuck are they anyway? <clears throat> they're at uh, Mike Nash's place. Oh. So Master Blaster lives in Mike's? The Black Cat. Yes, Master Blaster oh, works right. for Mike. <coughs> See, it's so annoying. Here it's still going. Sure. Get, get your buzz on. Jane's awake as well. And they're like, this fake freaked out. <coughs> this version has the buzz. It's the buzz cut version. Mm -hmm. I, I, that might not, is that, that's just a, I mean, that's the buzz. It's a rumor. <laughs> so I love like, this movie. I give it five. Uh... <laughs> now the buzzer stopped. Creepy music throughout this film. Yeah. All right, everything looks good. Yeah, but what does he smell? And what's that stingingness? Oof. Oh, maybe Joe, Joe Don didn't take a shower on the set? <laughs> Joe Don doesn't even sweat, man. Right, he doesn't sweat in this movie. It's his brother that does all the sweating. Now... There is Pete Nash with his face smashed, uh, uh, ruined by acid. Look at his, I'm acting, I'm acting. Acid face will be back after, we now return to acid face. <laughs> is this the look remains he, of his face? Look how he put his f fingerprints on the glasses, right? He put them in that bag so they're isolated, but meanwhile, he put his fingerprints on them. Oh, I'm sure another TV show needed the set, so they were just like, just hurry it through, you know. Okay, so now we're going to get, like, this means something. A guy's screwing your girl, you break her legs. If you're a stool pigeon, you get a pigeon shoved down your throat. This was acid. This was revenge. They're blaming Mongo already? This was personal. Have you ever seen a counterfeit bill? I guess I wouldn't know, right? 
Oh, the, the, the taxi driver, I was given such a bullshit thing. And I was like, I can't accept this. And the guy was like, oh, no problem. And gave me real money. Wow. Well, maybe I would take it. Yeah, I had Uncle Floyd on the bill. <laughs> okay, so they're interrogating him. Where were you when your brother died? And he was like, I was at the hotel. And we ordered food, so we have the receipt. Yeah. Alex, tough guy talk. What'd you eat? Well, it's 1971. I had a pack of cigarettes, a black coffee, and uh, <laughs> a kind of cheese salad. Business lady special. He keeps trying to lead him, like, why the acid, Mongo? Like, Mongo's going to say, well, I hated him. Well, you know, like. Come on, we saw him get off the Greyhound. It makes perfect sense you'd be carrying like acid. Like you, you've been on the bus before. You know, everyone right. It's for safety. Sure, it makes so he says, "Are you still sore about Angel?" Like he's needling him. Oh, Angel's his girlfriend. Yeah, you know his blood runs cold. Memory has just been told. My his angel girlfriend is... Angel's sleeping with his brother's fold. Angel's I don't know. I didn't. I didn't figure it out. Other fold. Oh, oh, runs cold. My memory, <laughs> my angel is sleeping with my brother. Fold, <laughs> my angel brother is sleeping with my angel. Brother fold, na, 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 na. you're in deep, lady. Well, I'm a tough swimmer. No, that's not what we mean. We mean with Mongo coffee, yeah, you're in the deep end of the pool, sister. What's with these metaphors? Now, do you walk around with a lollipop and think you're Telly Savalas? Like, no, like well, outside Madison Square Garden or whatever? Where did you meet Mongo? This is pre-lollipop. Um, pre-lollipop. Pre but that was a look. Listen. I'm a strong swimmer. <laughs> So basically, it's going to be a lot of nothing. Yes, we he had dinner with me. We were together. Right. You're we, both, we shared the cottage cheese. Then he goes, this is counterfeiting involved. This is a federal case. It's like She's like, oh, no. It's worse than ever. We call it funny money. I don't like the term, but it rhymes. Okay, now here's another thing that doesn't make sense in the film. He gives her his number. And later in the film, she'll contemplate calling him and never will. You would think that they're setting us up for a later event. So I, I, I watched this film several times just to try to figure out the plot because yeah. it's so conv convoluted. And th I was thinking maybe... What the writer-director was doing is showing us the card like she didn't have the strength to go call. But but she was just about to call, and then she got interrupted. You'll see later. Okay. Right now, I see, man, what a spread this Savalas has, yeah. huh? Watch him throw the spoon. Pow! <laughs> hey, come on. That's a craft service table. The crew's going to eat that afterwards. So this is this his is Christmas graft. Every year, Saul's Deli gives him like a free plate. Fucking, and no bread, man. 
Not even faking it with like a lettuce wrap. <laughs> Just hand Back and cold in. cuts. Yeah, I never laughed so hard. I was watching that. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And um, uh, Danny DeVito was like, hey, I'd sh he was eating lettuce and a bite of cold cut and, you know, American <laughs> cheese. And they're like, what do you do? I'm eating a hero. That's not a hero. <laughs> he goes, I like to make it in my mouth. Um, um. <laughs> so stupid. <coughs> so... Let's see. Do I have closed captioning? No. Ooh, do we have closed captioning? Oh. No, no. Never got the place. We're going to try to make a deal. <clears throat> so they're trying to figure out who wanted to kill Mike Nash. Well, one is Cano, which doesn't make sense in the real world because he wants his money. The second one is Nash, right? Mongo. Yeah, Mongo Nash, right? Oh, so, oh yeah. Okay, she's just come back from being a police interrogated by a guy who probably killed his brother, right? So she's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. But now Mongo comes in, it's like, where do you think you're going? And now that relationship I talked to you about, like, I'm the boss and you're, you know, is about to develop. Yikes. Con man. Oh, he was in prison, I guess. Here we go. Who has, who has a better haircut? <laughs> they both have 70s haircuts. I think her haircut's fine. She kind of looks like Sally. You wouldn't like that to happen to you, would you? Like in Davy and Goliath or something. Sure, sure. Now watch this bit of unpleasantness. This was... Christmas, 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 Christmas. Now watch this unpleasantness. Ouch! Ow. Yeah, is that nice? Uh. Not cool. Not cool. The next uh, Christmas song that comes on, you know it. It's that Christmas carol that goes. Christmas, 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 Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love it. I hear it every year in October. Okay, I want to interrogate you about your boyfriend's death. Mike is dead. Acid to the face. Okay. Oh, she's mourning. You can tell she's wearing black lingerie. Yeah, you can tell how much she's not mourning, you know? Okay, so up until this point, we've had a plot develop, right? Sure. And we get it. Mongo's backstory, he got kicked out, he went to prison, he's back, right? Nash wants him to kill Cano before Cano tries to kill him. We got the counterfeit plates and, you know, we everything's going. Now Mike Nash is dead. What's happening? Who could it be? It could be Cano. It could be Mongo. Now the plot derails with stuff that doesn't make sense. She was like, trembles in UID'd Mike's dead body. Yeah, that's right. And he starts asking, remember that guy Rocco? Yeah, the bartender? Yeah. He starts acting, asking like, did he have anything against Mike? You know, where is Rocco? All of a sudden, Rocco 
Yeah. It's like, ama- you know, it's not even in a- I have one question, actually, Carl. Where the fuck is Mongo? This film's called Mongo's Back in Town, and I don't give a shit. Like, are they talking about Mongo? They have to be talking about Mongo, or he's on the screen. Otherwise, I'm done. They're talking about Mike's death. Oh, right. His Mongo's brother. Uh, maybe I'll well, allow it. She just said Mongo. I'm a big Mongo fan. I want 100% Mongo in my movie. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> either he's on screen or they're talking about him. You know, he expects Sally Fields to be Mongo Monogamous. Manga Mongogamous. Mongo Mongo <laughs> I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah, Mongolia. if I can figure out the joke. <laughs> uh ma, ma, Mongol Magnolius. Mongolius. Mongolius. It's no, like another yeah. No, I was going to talk about this scene. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just going to say another famous movie Mongo is in Blazing Sal- uh, Salads. Blazing Salads. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Yeah. Yes. With Candy uh, the- Mongo. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Webster's dad on the TV show. Oh. <laughs> and Victor Victoria. <clears throat> I can't think of any other famous uh, mangos and movies. So now they're talking about this junkie named Ron who's been on edge. We've never even met a character named Ron in this whole film. <clears throat> and somehow and the, yeah. the way to find Rocco is to find this junkie for no reason, for no reason. It doesn't. They're introducing new things like that. Yeah. In a little bit because they're trying to flirt. Oh, right. Nice timing, Captain. Another time. We're both out of morning. Oh, he's taking He's coming up. Well, it's just more stupidness of this film. Like, they say things that you wouldn't say in the real world. He goes, right. he goes like, would you like another drink? And he goes, maybe when we're both out of mourning. And she goes, what are you mourning? And he goes, my lost youth. Is that funny joke? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So yeah. now the film becomes nonsense. Well, the film has been nonsensical, but the plot becomes... Hard to follow. Like, here comes Thimble, um, Tremble. Oh, right. Who, and he's who like, knows Mongo? Yeah, but the thing is, I don't understand what it means. The cop wanted to talk to the girlfriend? Like, why does he have a right. shocked look on his face? There's no cause for shock. Now we have Maybe cool he, cop talk. Yeah, because, like, these cops have cigarettes. Maybe he was just looking for a smoke or something. That your joke? That was it, yeah. Okay, so now we're getting like um It's part of who killed him. We're going over the crime scene and he's saying the boys downtown have bets on us. Who's gonna find Rocco first? Cano, Mongo or us? 
You tell well. You tell Carl. You, you tell the boys downtown. River Street Boys, and they can book on. Uh, you tell the boys downtown that. Uh, oh, never mind. I'll think of something later. Wait, he goes. Who's favored? Mongo's favorite. But we're ahead of Rock uh, Cano. Now he says something that doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Right. I've never seen a Christmas that wasn't raining except for 1940-something. Does that make sense? No. 1944. Oh, 1944, Carl. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. 1944 was the only Christmas he ever had where it wasn't raining and slushing. You know, I'll give it up for California. It rains a lot during winter months. You know, that's that's when you know the winter's going. We see your messages on the screen, Carl. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I don't know what to do about it. I just got a phone call during our show, too. I just not take it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. <laughs> okay. Now my work email and messenger are off. Great. And you'll blur anything, I guess. But here, for those listening to the uh, podcast or the audio version, Carl's email that popped up was jokes. <laughs> no, wait. It was underscore Carl. Jokes to Carl. Underscore. Okay, now this doesn't make sense. They just got a telephone call, and Rocco is a widower. Somebody killed Rocco's wife. What? What? What does it have hey, to do with anything? Now they're going. Oh, yeah, please. I'm go sorry. round up Cano and Mongo. There's the wife. Wow. It doesn't have. I've would... never met a wife of Rocco. Mongo wouldn't kill a wife. That's ridiculous. Not but a style. Why would she be a person who gets killed? I have to say this. This peep show, this 10 cent peep show, also has a record your own voice booth for 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? I'm jerking off in this booth now. <laughs> I'm jerking off in this booth now. I'm at a peep show recording my voice. My jerking off. Right? I mean, it isn't like a, uh, it looks like a Nickelodeon or like kind of a pinball porn shop. Sheen. You could tell Martin's team even wearing a hat. Color bills around and that butcher job. Style is on Mongo. So they're saying Mongo probably didn't kill this woman. It's not his style. We're lucky it's neither one of them. The way the courts put him in the street. So now this, the fact that she's dead will go away forever. We'll never have. It revealed who killed her or what happened. None of it. Wait, so Rocco's wife is just kind of dead. Killed. Now, Mongo finds Freddy. He wants information. This is the scene in which he finds out that he wants to talk to Rocco. Again, everybody wants Rocco now for some reason. Well, maybe it makes sense. You don't really suspect Rocco until his wife dies. Gets killed. Suspect him of what? There's only 12 people in this movie. I don't know what to tell you. It's, if the cops didn't do it, you know, it has to be Rocco. So now he's like, where is Cano? And Freddie's saying stupid stuff like, he, you haven't found him yet? I like this movie, Carl. I was paid $50 by the producers themselves. 
to say that you like it? Yeah. I, you know, it winds up being counterfeit, but it was cool. You know, <laughs> 50 bucks. You got a $50 bill. It was shiny and new. Okay, so he's picked up Freddie and he's all about where is Cano. And for some reason, Freddie reports that Cano thinks Mongo has the plates. Why would he think that? And then he, he, turns well, he shows into, up at, yeah. And then it turns into where can I find Rocco for no reason? Oh. Now, basically, this is just him saying to her, you're going to be my chauffeur downstairs. It's a creepy scene in which he bullies her and, and scares her. They're looking for you. Will be long gone. He's telling her they're going to go to like a beach. Sun in the sand. Nice. I love Midwestern beaches. <laughs> yeah, landlocked states. <laughs> I guess they mean a lake. They won't find us. Yeah, I don't know about that. Now, is this good acting? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I only want to know what's happening. I start seeing Hutch tonight. Is there any way I can know? We'll be right back. <laughs> now, he makes her say, please. Do you want to stay with me or do you want to leave? I want to stay with you. Please. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah. And why is this on TV? He's a tough guy. He's a tough yeah. love. It was a different time. It was a time in which you'd go to the movies and Sylvester Stallone would hit a woman. Right, yeah. And then you say, do you mind? I'm trying to watch the movie. Oh, you mean on screen? <laughs> yes, I meant on screen. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> raining, raining, raining. That's the first thing I would say. So it hit a woman. Yeah. Do you mind? Excuse me. We're trying to get a room, you two. Is it raining, Carl? This I hope is it's the worst thing to say ever. Get a room? No, he's she. she he goes. If you're good at driving, I'll keep you as a chauffeur. And then she sadly says, "You'll find that you know." She says, "I'm cheap." And then he goes, "I know." Buck and a quarter, uh, ham and eggs. Like he just. Yeah. Paid for her meal once, and now he owns her. It's really mean. Okay, now, more nonsensical stuff. We're basically going on a ride to find, like, where Rocco is, okay? But okay. he gets out of the car, and we see a montage of him walking past bars. Then he gets back in the oh, car. classic. It doesn't... No, but you, for what? You can't have the the neon sight montage in a car maybe but it has to be reflected the cat's meow oh, oh the black cat and the cat's meow yeah what's your favorite bar so far i like the, the cat's meow okay so Other he's cheers. gone to a bunch of bars and now he's back in the car and he's telling her uh drive to this this sort of flop house uh oh it's the cops no it's cool oh, it's cool it's cool don't worry about it, baby. Come on. Drive the car. Yeah, don't do anything. Don't do anything. 
all the rain. He he went to Cheers and they're like Mongo. How's it going, Mister Mongo, Mister Nash? Give me a beer. Yeah, we walked into Cheers and they all went yeah, Mongo. Like, okay, now he goes into this flop house and it's just another visit, but he will find Trimble in here who lets him know where Rocco is apparently, okay? Uh-huh. Now she is like, I don't know, she takes out Kojak's telephone number and she's like, maybe I should oh. call him. This would be her salvation. Right, exactly, but it doesn't happen. Now she gets out of the uh, car and goes to the phone booth, but when she does, Tremble sticks his head out of the door for no reason. And then she gets scared that Mongo's coming back and runs back to the car. Interesting, I guess. Look, uh -oh. this guy's like, you can't go upstairs. And then Mongo just looks at him and he goes, all right, you could go. <laughs> I don't want to get my he ass. Just, yeah, this violence on TV is great. You just apply it. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay, well, better not show it. I'll let you up. I'll let you know. But the thing is, Mike, it's another nonsensical thing in this fake world. Upstairs are heroin addicts who, who it's a flop house. So why would he need to protect? You know, it's the opposite. There's no mob boss upstairs. There's nobody. So is why? Is that Rocco, the bartender? No, that's Trimble. That's Trimble, Master right. Black. Okay. I can't tell him apart, girl. Yeah, well. There's a difference in height, for one thing. Okay. And the other one sits atop a six-foot monster. Okay, so she's going to call Kojak, you think? Sure. Or Kojak's brother, whoever answers the phone. Do you yeah, remember right. Kojak's Wasn't brother? that character who's was uh, very heavyset? Yeah, he had like a gap now tooth look, and like curly hair. Look, Trimble sticks his head out. Why? For what? What is it leading to? What What's he out there for? Why, why would you just randomly step outside? But he did. Haunting. What, what for? What's going on? Is he pointing to where Rocco is? He told them where right. Rocco is. Is he good for a beer run? So we're still having our creepy music and she's freaked out. <laughs> She's trapped. Well, here comes Mongo anyway. She is trapped. They didn't have any cheeseburgers. Let's drive. Right. They're out of cheeseburgers. So he goes, one more stop. I wouldn't miss this one for the world. It doesn't make any sense. I, it doesn't lead to anything. He wouldn't miss it for the world. Why? I, we started out with a great plot setup, and now we're just right. in nowhere's land. That beginning was so great. He comes yeah. off the bus and he like knocks over this blind man, swears and give him five bucks. Cool. Now here we are at the Black Cat. This is Peter Nash's place. And who is in there for Mongo? Only one person, his ex-girlfriend. Angel. Angel. Now when he shows up, she goes, what kept you, baby? You know? <laughs> I get your dad's number. Why? There's Peter's outline. They use pool chalk. 
How tacky. <laughs> Hello, so, can I get some service here? Okay, now, you remember we've been looking for Rocco, right? So he comes here and says basically to her, where is she? Where is he? she? Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He goes to her and says, where is he? Where is he? But he reveals she's going to call again. Are you going to call again? No, it's not going to lead to anything. Yeah. And meanwhile, the suspense music is like, is he going to call? <laughs> now, what we see is Kano arrives. Oh, all right. Boy. Now, for some reason, Sally Fields completely understands they're going to gun down Mongo. How would she know that? A car drove up and some guys got out. You know an what I mean? An ominous car drove up and an ominous man. Okay. But she knows that's going to happen. Here, let's, let's have this. Now, where is he, meaning Rocco, turns into his brother, Peter Nash. Wait, what? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. This creepy. Well, they, the brothers both like loud shirts and the, wide ties. Well, the brother's dead, as you recall. I know. Sad. Uh, no, I won't be sad. He's not dead. Oh. He faked it? Yeah, it was some junkie. It doesn't make sense. Really? Yes, he just put him in his clothes and killed a junkie. You know that they would know it wasn't him in the autopsy. Did he, like, take a tooth out and stick it in the guy's nope. mouth? Nope, nope, Did he take the acid to burn the fingertips off and the... Now she goes, what kept you? Oh. <laughs> uh. That, I like that line because... You would think that'd be one of the first things he'd do getting back in town. Where is he? Right. Now he says, where is he? What? Well, we'll be back after this. We'll and we're back. back. Face slapping. So he now, knows that. Okay. You see the guns. Now she would know that something was up, right? Right. Watch her warn him. Pew, pew. Yeah, we're getting this the television TV. gun. Yeah. The ricocheting noise. I now, do like why the, the, the no yeah. want want Mongo dead though. I don't know. Like Mongo wasn't do they really think he was involved in the counterfeiting thing? That's all, all we know is that's what the cops told the audience. Right. Now, so why does the bad guys believe that too? Kano, it didn't work. So Kano's going to do his own dirty work and boom, he hits him. Mongo's been shot. Looks like Mongo's back in the hospital. Oh, but he he shot Kano right in the Kano, Kao. Yeah. In the, what is it in Spanish? Oh, the Kao for Kano. Kano. All right, I don't know. I don't have a joke. But so he's shot, and that's not cool. But he knows where his brother is now. Now, 
he how did it happen they were looking for Rocco because Rocco what what did they want from Rocco the place well, his wife I got don't murdered what you want to see what's up with his wife got killed Rocco that was second that was second first they were like where's Rocco where's Rocco oh now his wife is dead now look Not a single he 50. gives her hundreds of dollars and says there's a bus station go to it and go to fuck home it's his only act of kindness excuse me i'm sorry mike uh i'm a little um uh that will happen i i'm not sure what just happened he's he gave her money said go in here and buy this alcohol and then he scared her like the money might be counterfeit oh look the phone now she'll call kojak oh no she won't no she never does that's right okay let's see you That'll come to two dollars and fourteen cents. Uh, I have all I have is a hundred hundred dollar bill. Now look how he, she gives it like this is fake, and he goes, "Wait a minute, is this fake? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nope, that's uh, H. John you? Benjamin on the uh, hundred dollar bill." And then he goes, "No, it's fine. It's fine. Never mind. It's not fake. <laughs> it doesn't make sense." Even even though on the hundred dollar bill it's a picture of Archer voice actor Bob Berger voice actor H. John Benjamin and not <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. I tried. It was a valiant effort. Okay, here's your change, ninety-seven dollars and twenty-seven cents. Now remember the fifties were counterfeit. He gave her all all hundreds Hundred. that he got from money. I didn't notice that. So he was just fucking with her. Is that nice? And when did Fields learn about this whole counterfeiting thing? She never knew. That's why she was paranoid? Yeah. yeah. Now, is this one of those things he's going to pull the bullet out of his arm and then pour, no. solderize no. it? That would be a real film. No. Quarterize. Quarterize. What'd you Quarterize. say? Quarterize. But... Soderize. It, the, it's whiskey fi You take the bottle, you pour it out, and you go, Argh! Did you Now they've a little Cage? bit. Payback. That was a good one. He poured, he drank the, the liquor and then poured it in a glass. Yeah, that's and, right. And then, and then put the bullets in there. Payback with Mel Gibson. I like that film. Porter. Yeah, oh yeah. His name was Porter. Sure, it was based on the uh, last name. Okay, listen. Bus station. Oh, here's nice deed. Those big dreams. You know where you are? Three blocks that way. Turn left. Okay. The bus station. What are you, GPS? Get the fuck out of here. He he chewed her up and spit her out, man. Yeah, it's it's he a horrible it money. story for the, this this aspect of. I'm acting! I'm acting! I can't tell where the rain stops and the crying begin, the tears begin. 
Very it's nice. like tears in the rain. That was my record, Howard, from Blade Runner. Now, does she think the money's counterfeit? It's not clear. Yeah. She will now... Look how fake that money is. She will now throw the money away. Why? It's money. And how will she she's take not going on the bus? bus? No, she gets on the bus. We'll see it. I'm acting. The flying nun. I'm acting. Yeah, that's right. Some junkie's going to get a payday. The candy bar? That's really good because there's a lot of sugar in it. Oh, payday. Uh, it's Kano at the Black Cat. I'm Kojak. We Kano. Kano is dead. I Kano. We all Kano he's dead. Now, he, she's on the phone with Peter, we find out. Well, I wouldn't waste any time there. Not Sally. What? No, it's uh, Angel. Angel. Where? I told him where you are. I like this director. He's pretty solid. Now, this director did Attica. You remember that? Huh? No. Can you repeat the title a couple times? Maybe it'll come. To Attica. Me. Attica. Oh yeah, the Attica movie. Attica. It was so funny when I was in grade school and elementary school. Anytime they wanted to cause a panic, they would start chanting that, like in the lunch. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was a reference that was a reference that I had no now idea look, until you later. Now look, the metal plates are here. Did did you see him? He Peter Nash always had the metal plates. Now oh, look, he was just Angel, trying. Angel called him and warned him. But yet he didn't get out in time. His brother's there. Right. Now look, now we're at some junkyard that what Peter owns? It It's not nonsensical. It's not part of the. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that junkyard, I was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it makes bad. no sense. Well, you need to have this. Must be the is this the climax then in the in the junkyard? Yeah. yeah. Now it's brother against brother. Yeah. Now you know Peter and his character. He will rob you blind. He's a tough guy. He's a mob boss kind of leader guy, right? He's not the guy Very who runs to the cops training. and goes help, help. But that's what we're oh, going to get. He just faked well, I mean, his own death. His brother's trying to kill him. It's uh... yes, but there. the character he's had through this—well, his brother did push him around and stuff. Maybe, maybe this makes sense. But I mean, why would he go to the cops when he faked his own death? Right. This guy seems like a mastermind. He was able to frame his brother, get right. his brother's girl, get his brother thrown into five years, yeah. fake his own death when his brother right. shows up. Yeah. And then he'll run to the cops and they'll see it's him and they'll get the plates. The cops will recover the $50 plates. Oh, yeah. God forbid anyone should like 
make money off of that. No, but why? You know Peter Nash. He's not going to run up to the cops and go, help me, help right. me, and then give them the plates. Yeah, I know P. Nash. <laughs> oh, Panache. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so much Panache. Raining, raining, raining. Oh, sure. Is it monsoon season in the Midwest? It must be Christmas time. It always rains during Christmas. It doesn't right. snow in the Midwest in Christmas time. Not since 1944 has it not rained. That's a neat little detail in a movie, right? They're all desperate people. Even Christmas, it doesn't snow. No, Michael, here's another nonsensical thing. How do the cops know where they are? Who told them? Right. Who loves you, baby? What? It's it's pre-Kojak. What brought the cops to this place? It's not explained. They were checking out their high waters. Oh, yeah? Yeah, check out some puddles. With sirens here. on? Kojak! Still telly. He, he played Andy in The King Andy. No, and I. <laughs> oh, and I? Oh, shit. That's a completely different movie. You probably know him from The Birdman of Alcatraz, The Dirty Dozen. Okay. I'm thinking of Yul Brenner played King and I, not Telly. So now it says he killed... So now it says he, he, they know that he killed a junkie. It's in the autopsy, and it was probably Rocco. The junkie. Now here comes so, Nash going, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's so not his character. Well, he knows he's cornered, trying to weasel his way out. Okay. I guess that's don't true. Don't shoot. My shoes are wet. My feet are cold. Take, take my bag with the plates. Weird. What you got there, Mike? They're not surprised that Mike Nash is alive at all. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, what's up, Nashy? Look, I got the I plates. Just, I was just thinking about you at your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Whatever so, happened to Nash? He probably killed um, Rocco. Like, and that explains Rocco's disappearance. It doesn't explain why his wife was killed, and it doesn't explain why everyone all of a sudden wanted to find him. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, also the, yeah. They're acting like they're wrapping it up, you know? But Mongo but never came into town about the counterfeit plates. That just happened to be happening. That's exactly right, Mike. It doesn't make sense. He came into town. Every, and everyone assumed he was there because uh, Peter was in trouble and his brother always did the killing. Right. So now we will have a very um, unsatisfying ending in which they find Ra uh, Mongo dead from his previous gunshot wound. And we have our creepy music. There's Mongo, you see him? Yeah. 
What are we watching? Blade Runner with this music in this rain? Vangelis? You think this is a... Uh... Yeah, I had the album. I had the vinyl. Mongo side <laughs> too. Mongo's theme. Telegram. Candy grab from Mongo. Yeah. Death gram. Telegram. Telegram. Remember, uh, Tank with, um, with Rockford Files guy in 1984? You remember Tank? Well, what? Tank, yeah, sure. It was, uh, exclamation point, wasn't it? No. Was that with, was that with, uh, the woman from Partridge Family? No. Mom? No. All right, never mind. Maybe it was. I don't know. I was trying to impress you with this director. It sounds like it didn't work. Oh, Mongo's dead. <gasps> and that's it. We have this unexciting ending. Did he die in town at least? Yes, he died in town. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Mongo didn't do it. Why are they shocked that Mongo's dead? They think Mongo killed Mongo. We better find Mongo to get this Mongo murderer. Maybe he's out of town again because we haven't seen him <laughs> since the morgue. So there was no sequel to Mongo. There was only two Mongo books. Mongo, Mongo's back in town, and I remember Mongo. Now here's oh, Sally on the train, shell shock, uh, on the bus, heading home. Bus. Yeah, well, some guy sits next to her. UFOs are real, I tell you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Mongo's Back in Town from 1971. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Not good. Not good. It had a great look and feel. It was yeah. great that he was a tough guy, but his tough guyness got got ugly with Sally Field. So I don't like the character anymore. When I did like him when he first showed up, remember he first showed up and fucked with the blind guy, right? Right. Then the film, you know, we were heading for a plot, but it got, like, unrealistic. Studio City is where they shoot people puzzler, Carl. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Mike, on your appearance on People Puzzler. That's right. This year I was on People Puzzler, and it was shot in Studio Cities, where they shot Mongo's back in town. Had I known, mm -hmm. I would have was that the buzz around gravel, it? put it in my pocket. Oh, from Mongo's yeah, Junkyard? yeah. I'll be like, this is where the gravel from Mongo. All right. Yeah. You know what? I wish it was better. Uh, I am interested in the novelist. You know, I'll definitely check out his stuff if I yeah, see Yeah, let it. me tell you again. It's E. Richard Johnson. E. Richard Johnson. All this stuff is crime from the, you know, viewpoint of the criminal. And it makes sense from where he was when he wrote everything. Gotcha. In Richard Johnson. How am I going to – I need a, some kind of memories of, of Dick Johnson. E. Richard Johnson. Oh, E. e. Richard Johnson. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, E. Richard Johnson wrote the book. Rich, I was making a Dick Johnson joke. Uh-huh. Because uh, no. his name called it out. We, oh, you enjoyed that joke. If you wait another seven days, because we'll be back with more Dick jokes. Uh, we're actually going to be watching another uh, full-length movie featured on YouTube somewhere. So check us out. Check out the soap. Check out Carl at carlsucks.com. He has a list, and he's he's out there on the interweb, so check it out. Uh, also, we are on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. You can always stream live. You can always stream what's playing. You can check out our archives there for since uh, 2016. Everything's there, and we're yeah. on the YouTube. All right, Carl, thank you so much. Well, I'm looking thank forward you. to next week's movie. 
Thank you, Carl, for watching this movie a hundred times. Thank you, audience, for being with us to the bitter end. And we'll see you the fantastic end next week. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Everybody, it's me, Dakota Price, the host with the most here, bringing you the Trust Me, My Friends and Expert podcast. Listen to these sweet tunes for a minute, and I'm going to bring you guests. Yes. I think the thing about cartoon characters is, like, you can imagine how they look. Like, you can just choose how they would look. She looked like Marceline. Pop a bean and she rock with me. I pull up to the scene. She's a fiend, strawberry ice cream. Meet me at the tree and she asks, Are you scared of me? Yeah, I am, but it don't matter. Cause you look like Marceline when she pop a bean and she rock with me. I pull up to the scene. She's a fiend, strawberry ice cream. Meet me at the tree and she asks, Are you scared of me? Yeah, I am, but it don't matter. Cause I see you in my dreams. Play guitar, Shotty really got it all. I won't stall. No Be there at the crack of dawn. I'm a man Go now. Now she wanna fall. See she want my love, but she don't know who to call. If I shoot my shot, then I better not miss. Shotty mention that she likes roses and gifts. I know that's a lie, cause when I tried, she got pissed. Go outside, you're looking pale. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I feel like Adventure Time, like when I was younger, after watching some of the right, episodes, guys, I always got, like, had like an exercise. We're, we're live here like at Mutiny Radio. This is, trust me, my friends, an expert. And uh, I have two experts here in the booth with me. Uh, I got Dava. How do you say your last name? Munyan. Munyan? I like your fucking, uh, your instant. Do you mind if I shout out? How do you say your Instagram? Because like the way I like to say it is like damn onion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so clever. I never, I never actually thought of it like that. But I say dumb onion. It's dumb onion. Dumb onion. Okay. Dumb onion. I'm like damn, uh, d- damn onion. Damn onion. <laughs> damn onion. <laughs>
Oh, shit, dude. so mean. Dumb onion. It's an A, not a U. It is Da Munion on Instagram. Please follow me. I'm really fun, and I post really cool stuff. You'll like it. I promise. Yeah. You ski? Yeah. So I used to, well, I still ski, but I used to be a professional ski racer. Wow, skiing. Like. On a scale of like maybe maybe like eight years from the Olympics, which is not bad. Yeah. Um, you you ski, start skiing at three years old, dude. Actually, no. There's this one ski racer. He's really cool, Tommy Ford. And he started actually getting into it when he was 19, my age. And oh, he, yeah. still, he still skis to this day, and he's like 30-something, which is oh, pretty yeah. cool. And he had a nasty fall. My man's literally, like, knocked himself out. That's that's the reason why I kind of left that sport. There's a lot of reasons why I left the sport. Dude, skiing's dangerous. What yeah, the fuck? dude, it's fucking dangerous. I swear to God, wear a fucking helmet. Listen to me. Wear uh, a helmet. Anyone yeah. who doesn't. I don't wear a helmet riding the Bay Wheels bikes around here, which I probably should. I would recommend that living in San Francisco. I've already, I've, I've already done, uh, I've already been in three bicycle accidents. Yeah. Uh, I got door checked, like 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 classic, <gasps> like in a movie style. Oh like the God. door opened up, and I ran into it and, and flew you, off. Were you okay? Dude, I bounced and I was up perfectly fine, Holy and I was shit. pissed. You know what's funny? I started, yeah. I started laughing because like I looked and I did like the check, and I was like, man, I'm not even scratched or bleeding, like. <laughs> I can't sue no one. No. I'm no. like, fucking, I need to get hit by a muni bus. <laughs> that's what needs to happen so I can catch a check. Uh, so you, that's crazy. Uh, you ski, uh, you know what? You, you, you do it. What the fuck? Already I have a collar. Oh, shit. Wow. Dude, I don't even know who's going to be. Fuck it. I, I wasn't even taking collars yet, but since you're here. Yo, you're on Mutiny Radio. What's up? Dakota. Hello? Is this Dakota? This is Dakota. This is Scotto calling you back. Oh, hey, Scotto. We fixed it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Well, Scott. Well, congratulations. Hi. I will see you Friday. Thank you, Scotto. I'll see you Friday. All right, bye. Bye, Scotto. Oh, my God. We were in, you were in so much stress when I literally came I was. Here. Oh, my God. I forgot, Scotto. Uh... Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're having some technical technical modifications here at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Spencer is crawling into Narnia right now. Uh, I also have Spencer Divine with me in the booth. Woo! Yeah! I'm down here. I'm down here. I'm down here. I'm down here. Um, shit, dude. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Living the dream? Fucking, uh, I got to tell my grandma to listen. I got to make sure she's listening. Grandma's listening. Oh. You All should right. be very proud of your son. He's a wonderful mm -hmm. man. Yeah, my grand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your grandson's pretty cool. Wonderful. I think that's so cool that you are are parenting him. So you're still there for him. Yeah, my grandma is a gangster. And then, uh, fucking. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got distracted. I I need. You know, phones are really bad for you. I know. So, uh, in a way that they take a. No, so, like, look, real, real quick. You do a lot of social media stuff. Mm hmm And, uh, like. <laughs> hmm. No, Spencer. He was talking to 
me. He wasn't talking to you. He was talking to number two. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> so you, you do a lot of... <laughs> uh, and I know I know how taxing that can be because currently I'm operating three uh, fucking... Inst- three different social medias. And mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of crazy. Like, do you ever feel like it's, like, too much and, like, like you got to, like, set, like, real hard boundaries, like, of when you can and can't, like, internet? Yeah, absolutely. Like... I have experienced, it's just like, time. you don't realize it. And now I try to block myself out for times when I will be on social media accounts and just do business. So like make posts and prepare and like have a schedule for that. Because if you just kind of say like, oh yeah, I'll do this here and there, then you're also allowing yourself to then get stuck on Instagram. Because it's an app designed to keep you on there. So you got to make sure that you don't, necessarily just let it suck you in and like keep you there yeah it's literally literally like everything is colorful hey, the and there's du- clocks you and you no yeah yeah uh, exactly it's literally a casino on your so device even the ding like the way your fucking phone goes ding or like or like when you have the fucking have messenger or like off. your messenger uh bro. yeah well you, i was gonna say if you if you are or if you're a crazy person like me and like sounds uh <laughs> so on the messengers, it has a little, like, the sound for, like, when someone's typing a message and, like, for when someone looks at your message and for when someone's like, successfully sends a message. There's three different sounds God. from the Facebook Messenger. Damn. Yeah. That's way too many, yeah. Read my stuff. Yeah. Or, or have them know when I, I don't know. Either way. Sometimes I want to leave someone on read and not have them know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to go into like airplane mode to secretly check your messages. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I DM'd her and she looked at it. <laughs> oh, no. we're going to get married. <laughs> Do you get like on a scale of 0 to the Olympics? <laughs> how many creepy direct messages Oh, oh, I that's mean, a good fucking question. That's like that's one of the things where you gotta like set boundaries, right? And of well, course, the maximum is still Olympics. Yeah, the maximum is the Olympics. Okay, so then I would put it at like college basketball. Wow! Oh shit! Wow, she really took that scale and made it her own. Yeah, yeah. It. College, yeah. It's, it's about a college basketball scale of like weird messages. You, the weirdest thing I've ever been asked to do is fart in somebody. I've seen I've seen that corner of the internet. It's I don't not, get it not though. I mean, dude, that's I not the it, worst thing I've seen I'm in sorry. someone's DMs, dude. Like I I have horny friends that are just like, dude, check out these DMs so that like I'd be getting from strangers and I'm like What, <laughs> what do you mean? Like They're like, Yeah, I just like to t- text these I'm like what do you mean? And then I read these messages. I'm like, you are an insane person. Wait, but that looks that? like, like, well, like, dude, no, there's no, there, yeah, like, there's some crazy shit that I've seen in, with some horny friends of mine, like, that are just like in a, some dark shit. But like, you know, like, no, like, you know, more one, power to well, them. One time yeah. out of every million, you can yeah, get but a like, to poop on your face. Whatever floats <laughs> your boat, honestly. Yeah. Just as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, do it. Yeah, but like Hurt it does yourself. get, I it's bet okay. it does get weird when you're just but like. But scientifically, farts would not float a boat, so. Well, how do you know? Have you done an experiment? Have you no. gotten millions of farts at the same no, time underneath a vessel to see if it'll that. float? Like. You could probably fill a balloon with a 
That's actually very like rude of me. Rip, ripping <laughs> apart my logic here. So, <laughs> assume if what if if you had an inflatable inflatable raft full of farts, would it work? How much money would it take for you to <laughs> fart in someone's face right now, Spencer? Uh, for me to fart in someone's face? How not much? Mine, how much mine. money would they give me? Yeah. Oh, I'm you're like I'll, I, fart, I'll fart in somebody's face for five bucks. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like if, if they're gonna fart in my face, that's more money. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they gotta oh, yeah, give me more right. money. But you wouldn't take advantage of the fact that somebody wants to do it so badly that they would even give you. I mean, would they? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, then we're doing a hundred. We're doing as much as they're willing to pay. You Here's know, the like that's the, yeah. That's if they say a hundred, I'll say one fifty. People will pay for some of the weirdest shit in the world, man. That's the thing. Some I like the internet. Will. Like yeah. So. Uh, here uh, on Trust Me, My Friends Expert, I am a real pro sex work and uh, pro OnlyFans and pro. Uh, oh no no no, not pro OnlyFans. Well, not OnlyFans. Fuck it. Uh, Fansly, pro sorry. Fa- Fansly. <laughs> Fansly, yeah. Uh, that has a yeah. I, what, I know what, the OnlyFans. What did OnlyFans do? Takes out a twenty percent, right? Did it do something bad? Well, it's no, it's not that. OnlyFans, like when I actually started doing it two years ago, they basically made an announcement that no adult content would. I'll be allowed mm. to be on their site. And they said it was because their banks weren't cool with it because they were getting big enough that they had to move banks. And they were like, no, we're, no, we're not going to help you out with that. So they're like, yeah, we're just not going to do adult content anymore, which is why the platform is what it is today. If you mention OnlyFans, you think of porn and like buying porn and shit like that. That's what you think of. Facts. What's, so, the, one, what's the one where it's... um. There was one that came before OnlyFans where it was like for artists and they would be like Patreon. Pa- Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. The thing about Patreon is that you can't post porn. It cannot be. Yeah, like, it can't be like a wall yeah, of porn. So, yeah. But so then um, there are a lot of other accounts that I really, or sorry, not accounts, um, companies that I like because OnlyFans also unfortunately will target the people who make them the most money and help them get seen more by a mm. wider audience. But Fansly, in my experience and what I've seen and read about them, they just do it equally. And I think in the beginning also they help you get a little bit more exposure just so people can see you. And they have millions of users now. I really like them. And they have a great interface. And they take 20%, but you basically pay that to use what they have. Would yeah. I rather it be 10? Absolutely. Yeah, but like it's a lot – that's a lot better than like uh, Snapchat premiums. Like, yeah. And like constantly getting, ca- will definitely uh, ca- like getting your shit flagged and like constantly yeah. making new accounts. Because yeah. I do also know uh, plenty of people that do like the, the Snapchat premiums and make a killing. But like it's like, okay, I, I'm only going to do this like twice a year, but I'm going to do it for a month until my shit gets flagged, but I'm going to make a bank. You know what I'm saying? Like The way I see it though, Snapchat is cool just because it's great for chatting and also um, video calls. Yeah, I really like it for that because Fansly and like those sites they don't well, have. Well, and that it also in. like it has the alert if someone like like snap screenshots your yeah, shit. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. It helps so. protect you. Spencer's over here looking real confused. No, <laughs> oh, honey, do you Snapchat? Just Snapchat? listening. Yeah. No, you I don't. don't. Snap, snap, Snapchat. Snapchat. No. <laughs> I didn't for a long time, but then I just had so many people being like, "What's your Snapchat?" I'm like, "All right." I'll yeah. And no. then, oh no, actually, also my dad. Snapchat, so I was like, I'm gonna get Snapchat for my dad, so I can because my dad is so adorable. He'll literally like send me selfies of him with his cat. I'm like, that's adorable. I have to snap him back. <laughs> Dude, if my dad had a Snapchat, he'd be like, Look, John, I'm at a titty bar somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the Midwest. Like, I don't even know where my fucking dad is right but now. The, the, the my parents use filter. Facebook, but not not like Facebook. My dad like uh, had a Facebook. I don't think. I don't yeah. think my dad's on Instagram. Well, he, I think he is, but I don't know how much. My grandma's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She paints rocks now. 
Um, they live in um, Bogus, Bogus del Toro, which is a small island um, near Panama. Oh. But not Panama. You have to take a plane to Panama City proper. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so she paints rocks, and he's uh, he was a teacher. He's still teaching English just because he can't not work. Oh, that's cool. But they're technically retired. Actually, I'm getting my English certification to teach English <laughs> currently. Hell, nice. to the yeah, that's super dope. Kids yeah. need to learn shit. Yeah, it's the T E F L bridge certification, and like basically, it says if you get that, a lot of oh, if you want to travel, if you get the certification, you can actually get room and board at another country in their establishment. So board is like food. Oh sure. And you just have to teach, and you get to live there. Like there's a country now called Sumba. And they're looking for people. Not Zumba. Not with a Z. Zumba. Planet, <laughs> planet Zumba. Planet Zumba. <laughs> but um, you can actually get a certification, go there, be paid. I don't know if you get paid, but just teach and live for free and travel. Uh, Where is my it? My buddy wanted to do that same thing, but in Japan. Like, you know, they do that, that shit, do it in Japan and teach English. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of countries that would just want people to teach English, but like you have to live there, and like yeah, the housing do. normally sometimes it's like probably a room this big. Yeah, it may be smaller. Well, it probably yeah. also but whatever, would, dude. It's probably a room. also wouldn't hurt you're if you speak country. the language of the country you're in. Exactly. So the yeah. like, so what part of it I think is you have to get a proficiency test, and there's like four, like three or four degrees of like language proficiency or something like that, and like if you can do X level, like you can go hard and do like. Like and live in Japan, and they're like, if, if you can speak and read like Japanese, like this good, you can live here and teach here, and we'll like, you know, like makes you better. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's an actual like certificate you can get that's like, I learned Japanese this good, and, and they're if, like, if you only reach the first level of proficiency, they lock you in a broom closet, <laughs> and every now and again, someone asks you for a simple vocabulary word. Yeah, there you go. But they, <laughs> but they don't let you out. Or maybe a couple prepositions. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's make it. Oh, oh, yo, you got to get on this candy. It's so good. What's it called? The Pride Micheladas El Gordo. So good. El Gordo is them. fat bag. Fatty bag. Get it together <laughs> bag. But, um, so you really have to take a proficiency test to live there? Because no, I... Oh, probably not live there, but... Mm-hmm. I know that there are some places, though, that will, like, Tom sent me this on Instagram. I saw, like, a whole cool presentation from these, uh, this couple, actually, that traveled for five years now, um, nomadic, so all over the world, and they did it by teaching. I think it was probably with a program, but I have to look back into it. But they were really cool. I think it's something that people should be doing more, especially my age, like, Traveling and, and just learning and gaining experience. This whole going to college shit really pisses me off. Like, I understand oh, yeah. it, but gonna... it's so, it is literally just a scheme to take our money at this point. Like, like college raised 4,000% over, I think, 30 years in, in how much it costed. You know, that's ridiculous. The quality has not gotten that much better. I'm that's sorry. That's why everybody needs a Fansly. Li- that's why everybody needs a Fansly. Buy a fucking island with your Fansly, girl, or boy, or whoever. You can do it. I believe mm-hmm. in you. You just have to be sexy. Be yourself. People will love it. I'm learning the sh- fucking scheme, dude. Can I just Hell yeah. I'm just going to like eat sandwiches. 
Hell yeah. People are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even sexually, just normal. You'd be surprised <laughs> what people are into and how many people are into it. There's 8 billion people. Think about how many sandwich-loving eaters there are that would just love God, to watch Spencer. Hopefully at least five. Like five people. <laughs> if you're out there, call in. If call you want to see me please. eat a sandwich. <laughs> if you want to watch Spencer eat sandwiches <laughs> with mayo dripping down. Oh, no, no mayo. <laughs> no oh. mayo? What are you into? I don't get why it's so what? gross. You don't like mayo? It's like made of eggs, but it's so gross. I like mustard, bro. Mustard's good. Horseradish. Ah. Uh, Can't put ketchup on a sandwich. What? What? You shouldn't. And though. Ketchup. On what sandwich are you going to put ketchup? Isn't a hamburger sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Arguably, but I mean, it's it's such, <laughs> such an independent category that I almost, would almost call burgers their own. Like, yes, they're a sandwich. <laughs> what's a Call in. What's us. a melt? A what melt. is a melt? Oh. What do you mean? Like a tuna melt. Or a patty melt. So it's like... Or a grilled oh. cheese. Is, so a, is a grilled it? cheese a melt? There's, is a grilled cheese a melt? So there's like bread, <laughs> something in the middle, more bread. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> bread, stuff, bread. <laughs> that's all. Oh Open face sandwich, not okay. a sandwich. Then then if you, if you fold a pizza in half, it is not. Is it a pizza? Or no, sandwich? you would have to rip the, it in half. If you rip it in half and put it on top of each other, is it a pizza, a sandwich, or a calzone? Uh, to be <laughs> to be a calzone, it would have to be a uh, completely sealed pocket. That's a good point. Um, yes, when you if you put two pieces of pizza on top of each other, it becomes a cheese pepperoni sandwich. We're pissing yeah, off so, so many Italians <laughs> right now. <laughs> so listen, what I like to do. It's spaghetti a sandwich. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you ever had Little Caesars like leftover, like the little five dollar hot and ready? You know, yeah. I've never had Little Caesars. I had all right. I had <laughs> one two days ago. Love Little Caesars. Anyway, <laughs> it's the worst pizza for you possible. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Anyway, uh, so tell that to my soul. <laughs> yeah, tell that to my soul. My it's soul. five dollars. It's good for you. Anyway, uh, it's so what you do is. You have leftover pizza. It's probably been sitting on the counter all night. And uh, you heat up a little bit of butter in a pan. And then you throw a piece in, like, crust side down. And then you put another piece of pizza on top of it. Like, not, like, like with, with toppings or touching toppings. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then you, like, fucking put the lid on. Splash a little bit of water in there. Let it steam. Take it out. Sounds so good. Well, can I just eat, eat microwave one piece and then eat it? Well, nah. that sounded like a lot of steps. <laughs> but that's how you get like a reheat. Fuck pizza, microwaves, you're, dude! You're I steaming it I really lived good. without a microwave for so you long. Get an air fryer. Air fryers. Air fryers are. Air fryers are lit. Air we don't have a toaster oven. I just use an air fryer for a <laughs> shit ton of stuff. Fuck yeah! You, because it's the only thing you need, though. You don't need a microwave and a toaster and mm. this and that. You just have an air. Dude, Ooh, I could live my whole life with just so a good. stove and an oven, you know? Get a hot hot plate. Fancy. <laughs> oh, God. What Bro, I thing? learned how to cook in jail with just a peanut butter jar. You got me. You don't even fucking a know. What? Peanut butter jar. Uh, Please peanut... explain. Yeah, dude. Like, like, uh, or trash bags, like bags. How loosely are you using the word cook? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you cook it or was it. Food in a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> I really gotta know. <laughs> was it shiny? Yeah. Was it shiny? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no. 
Uh, you would t- you would make boiling water in jail uh, sometimes by flushing the toilet a lot and getting collecting the shower water because uh, yeah so uh, that's the only way that we were able to get uh, hot enough water to cook with in jail was, uh, the shower yeah oh okay yeah it was from the shower because uh, I was like how did the toilet come into that <laughs> oh, dude, so so that you know when you flush the toilet it makes the the shower hotter like that's what, like in I our, thought it made it colder really our, I did not know that well well I guess in our jail cell it did that for some fucking reason oh because it was God. jail listen, it was jail listen. Listen. they're like let's make physics work differently here than anywhere else just fuck I'm off on brains. a tangent now I don't, anyway so you just you. Oh, cooking in a trash bag. Yeah, so you just yeah. uh, you take your ramen noodles, you break them, crush them up, you add so your seasonings that you've been saving up. Then you take some like pieces that you've been taking from meals and like commissary, like chips and like pieces of beef jerkies and stuff like that. And then you uh, you you uh, take your ramen noodles and you put them in the trash bag and you put some of that super hot water in there. And then you like spread it out to where it like locks up. And you make like your own pizza crust and then you put all the stuff on top of it and you take like like some cheese. That you yeah, you put it on there. Ow! Cut the bag open. You and your homies go to town. So how many people does that feed? About eight. Holy shit! We can do it with like four or five packs of ramen noodles. Four packs of ramen noodles. Yeah. Ah. Like to see. Do you think there's ever a YouTube video of people making? Oh, uh, dude, I could show you a million. Pizza. I. Could... <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna put I'm gonna pull one up right now, but I'm gonna mute it. So. uh Anyway, uh, Spencer, uh, yeah. say something funny. What? Putting him on the spot. <laughs> People do that to, at my job all the time. They're like, you're doing a comedy show? You're a comedian? Be funny. Well, that's like when someone's like, ooh, maybe you can use this in one of your skits. <laughs> you're like, yo, you don't get what I do. <laughs> oh, my God. But you can't you can't insult your family and be like, no, that's a bad joke. You have to be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's got to be a convincing enough maybe that they leave it alone. <laughs> Jail pizza spread. Wow. Wow. Well, those are full sausages. Those are pans, too, actually. Yeah. Oh, here we go. What the fuck's going on in this jail? That is so cool. You guys, who figured that out? Wait, okay. That's popcorn. No, that's ramen. That's ramen in a trash bag. Oh, a clear trash bag. See, he's got his cheese, and he's got his fucking oh, cheese, uh, spreadable cheese. Yo, cuz Wrangler, if you're listening, I have a professional. I have an actual expert. Yo, Wrangler, if you're listening, uh. I need you to write down this number. 415-550-0511. Say it one more time. 415-550-0511. Uh, write that shit down. Uh, call in Wrangler. Uh, like he has a dude handing him Wrangler can packets. make... Uh, look, my cousin Wrangler... We've been in the same jail before, like not in the same jail at the same time, but like we, like we both had our initials carved in the same door. Aww. So they have a hot, they have a hot water. No, this is the, the, they're doing this in your jail. They're doing this in real life. They're, they're not doing this in a cell. There's videos uh, of actual inmates doing it. This is like a demonstration. I mean, of that's how fine. We could just it. watch this one. Bro, that, are you sure you didn't eat some plastic when you were making this? Probably. Uh, oh my god. 
extra calories. You never oh, know. when the hot water, when the boiling water <laughs> melts the trash bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wouldn't that happen? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> trash bag. Trash bags can be very strong. Look at those mas- master chef judges over here. Oh yeah, there he is. Am I allowed to open this too? Hell yeah. 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 These are some of the, the sandia sangronas candy. Ooh, so good. All right, bro. See, the other video had better cinematography. <laughs> it, because look, it was a landscape. Is, this, look, he's doing. Look, 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 look. He's like, starting is, a fire underneath a bunk. He, like he's starting. Look, this is some crazy shit. He's about to start a fire underneath a bunk to cook on it. Holy crap! In a oh. cell, dude. That is so interesting. In a cell. Very crazy. You thought what I said was crazy? This dude's even crazier. This fool don't. He's what does he have? What does he have it on? Like a on his bunk. That's a metal like bunk. That's where he sleeps. Oh yeah, underneath but it, it, he but like, like put a, his hot plate and rigged it up. Like, oh yeah, because there's a specific spot right there that so he's was mixing different. up some coffee. Oh man, whatever okay. he's doing. This is a good. gourmet image. Uh, my cousin Wrangler can make the best cakes you've ever had in your whole life, dude. Really? Like, yeah, but he oh. like takes them, like makes Debbie cakes and like uses like some cream, and, like man, mixes oh. it all together. And oh, makes, we're like, skipping a bunch shit. of steps. What's happening? <laughs> What I is think he he's making a cake? That? Is that like a stick of butter? I have no idea what's happening. I think those are sticks of butter. How did he get fucking nine sticks of butter? Bunch of people over time. Yeah. Yeah. How many dudes did you have to kill to get those nine sticks? <laughs> 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 what the, the fuck did this podcast just devolve into? <laughs> uh, we went from skiing to those. This is incredible. <laughs> if prisoners starts his own TikTok <laughs> cooking show inside jail cell is what we're watching. Uh, we are at what minute? Can you move the mic, mouse so we know where we're at in the video? Uh, minute, one minute. One, and 18? one minute, 18 seconds. Okay, he if just folded the tortilla over he the, looks what like, I he think looks like is a cake. He looks like he's making like a lasagna tiramisu or something. Like that. Oh. Know. It looks yeah, like a lasagna tiramisu. Because it's got coffee in it, yeah. Right? And it had those like those like those um, little blocks, those white blocks they put in it. Maybe it's just a gross. Maybe it's this like, maybe it's a real ass lasagna and it's just this gross. Might, oh, yeah, that could be a lasagna. Oh, That's like a dessert lasagna, bro. That's like so. That looks fire as fuck. I would eat that right now. Look at that. That looks so good. Wow. Damn, dude, I'm hungry as fuck, and bro. We, we should link the YouTube video in in somewhere so people can watch this because it's really cool to watch, actually. And inside of it is a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my I learned a lot. <laughs> you learned a lot. Yeah. yeah. Specifically yeah. about cooking in trash bags. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, I also learned how to make super strong string out of trash bags in jail. String? String, yeah. yeah you just you braid like it a, together over and yeah. over again. Yeah. You can weave what do you need it for with plastic. Uh, so, uh, to make lines, like, you would, uh, so, if you wanted to, like, send a message from one tank to another, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would, like, make a really long string and attach it to a comb with a weight on it. And a message, and then you would slide it underneath the door, and it would catch on the other door, and they would pull it into their, yeah, mm. thing like that. Would they take the whole string? Or yeah, they take it all. They'd pull it all, okay. and then they'd do it back. Oh. How do you know they're always going to do it back? Sometimes do they? they don't. <laughs> Sometimes they can't. Sometimes it's like, eh, we got to wait a little while. One time. You I'll send let, it over, uh, and they're like, bitch, I got your comb now. We're going to go, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do what I like to call, we're going to call, this segment's going to be called Dakota Incriminates Himself Allegedly. Allegedly. So, just, just say allegedly every single time. 
Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. one time, allegedly, while I was uh, incarcerated, uh, no, <laughs> when I was in county, uh, allegedly, we there allegedly. was there was another inmate in like he was stuck in a holding cell by himself mm-hmm. uh, because he was fucking crazy. As <laughs> one would, and yeah. uh, somehow he had gotten K two smuggled in there. Like I was t- telling you oh earlier, spice and this shit like makes Ugh. people go like nuts. Like, and uh, anyway, we could smell it. We could smell him smoking it, and like we fucking flew a kite down. And we were like, hey. Send us some. What did the crazy man allegedly send back? So, uh, rolled up in a Bible paper. Like, he sent a joint back, oh. but it got stuck in the hallway. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, actually, good thing. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Dude, no. Anyway, we ended up being able to recover it, like, in the, like, the guards didn't see it? Dude, yeah. We ended up getting it back. And allegedly. We were, allegedly. <laughs> and I was like, this will be the perfect, like, what's the worst that could happen to me? Well, I'm in jail. I, I'm going to smoke some drugs. Like, I'll be safe. I'm in a cell. Like, I can't, you know. And like, Yeah, no one's ever overdosed <laughs> in jail. Right. Yeah, no. Anyway, I fucking hit yeah. that. <laughs> I hit that fucking spice, dude, and immediately was like, this is the worst mistake I've ever made in allegedly. my entire life. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, and Such I was an like, insult to weed. Dude, it was so bad, bro. Like, I was immediately, like, terrified. Like, I went and laid down in my bunk, like, anyway. No longer incriminating myself, allegedly. Uh, all <laughs> right. Back to uh, a thing. Yeah, so, where, where speaking did... of a weird living situations, like, you live in a van? Yeah. Or does the van live in you? Well, I... I, Ooh. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, moved... His name's Mowgli. Well, I didn't name him that, but I bought him from this young guy. I think he was like 24. Sebastian, shout out to him. He <laughs> built Mowgli as like a pandemic project and then went around and traveled a little bit with him. And then he got a scholarship to play golf at a school somewhere in the United States. You are talking about your friend and not the van? I'm talking about my friend, yes. Okay. Not, not, not Mowgli. <laughs> oh, like very impressive for a van. I know. I'm so proud of him. I'm a proud mother. <laughs> but, um... So he was like, yeah, I'm selling the van because, like, I don't need it. So I bought it because ski racing in Europe is fucking expensive because of the hotels. Because you move around a lot. You mm. don't ski race in the same place. You, I went to Germany, Italy, and Austria for ski races, I think. And then, of course, in the United States a little bit. But So I, my mom was like, yeah, we're going to buy you a van. We're going to put you in there. And we're going to send you on your way. And I did that for three years. And it was, it was fucking hard, but it was fucking awesome at the same time. Like allegedly, I was. It was <laughs> allegedly the best thing about it was just being able to go somewhere in the mountains in Germany and smoke some weed on top of your van. It's just the best vibe ever. It's allegedly. really cool. But van life is also not for everyone. You have to be very comfortable with your own piss and shit. Very fucking comfortable. <laughs> and oh, also I'm your boyfriends. If same with jail. Same with jail. Really? Same with jail. Holy you got to be very uncomfortable. Um, I've, I've lived in a car before. I know. <laughs> You didn't have such issues? Well, it's easier for dudes a yeah. little bit because I can just pee wherever. Yeah. Oh, I've pissed. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, I have peed in so many parking lots because, like, they have no public restrooms anymore. It's fucking annoying. It's like, where do you want me to piss? If, I, if you don't have a public Whoa. restroom, I'm going to piss in these in this grass right fucking here. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's some real some shit. shit. That's some real shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's also like... So I know people. where every bathroom I can use in the entire city of San Francisco is. No way. Really? I can, uh, no. Uh, right here. Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Mutiny Radio. Come on The down. only bathroom I use. 
PTSD. Don't tell people. Allegedly, there's no bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poop Allegedly. on the streets, you animals. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, fuck. I love podcasting. This is a lot of fun. Is this what you thought it was going to be? Um, It's similar, yeah. Cool. It's way more laid back, though. <laughs> We're just a bunch oh, of shit. Kids. Act more professional. <laughs> Act more professional. Come on with a real topic. Sit up, sit up, sit up. Get your shit together. I can't. This chair does not allow me <laughs> to be professional. Uh, but, um, wait. I want to go back to Mowgli. Right? Yeah, go back to Mowgli, oh, the yeah, van. Yeah, the yeah, lovely yeah, little yeah, van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear, like, man. the story story? The yes. story story. So, um, young Dava, literally just turned 18. By the way, did not know how to cook at all, really. Like, there are so many live Instagram videos of me burning chicken. <laughs> Like, go check out my Instagram, you guys. There's so many, so many hilarious-ass videos of, like, living in a fucking van is hard, too, because it's living in a house and a car, which means you get the house and car problems all together in one. Literally, I left my van at the auto shop for six weeks because I had gone on vacation, or I'd actually come back here. I come back. They hadn't finished. They fucking forgot about my car. Do you know how fucking... It's so shitty when you live in a van... Because as soon as something happens to your car and you can't live in it, you're fucked. <laughs> you are fucked. Oh, you guys are just going to hang on to my house? <laughs> okay. It's a liability for me to live in here while you guys have it parked in your auto shop? Cool. Where am I going to go? But I was watching, uh, what was it? Not uh, not Hoarder. It might have been Hoarders. There was a guy. <laughs> there was a guy who lived. No, it was like My Strange, not My Strange Addiction. Uh, but it was a guy who basically lived. Oh, super che- extreme cheapskates. Extreme cheapskates. I loved that. There was a guy <laughs> who lived in his auto body shop, and he essentially would live in cars that would come in that were going to be there for a long time. He would just set up a bed in there and be like, "Oh, I'm going to work on it." But also, I live in this person's car for two weeks. No way. But in the sh- in the shop, but he like brought a lady there for a date, and it was understandably terrible. Oh my god, <laughs> he brought her there for a. That's hilarious. That's what extreme cheapskates is. They put them in situations where they're like, "Oh, there's no way this a normal person's gonna be okay with this, but we're gonna set him up on a date and let this normal lady come here." And then then she, and then on her way out, she, he's like, "Oh, I'd love to see you again," and she's like, "Mm, "Okay," (laughs) just leaves because he lives in a van in a body shop. The the worst part too is that some of the girls are like, "Yeah, maybe." You know what's really yeah. funny? I'm like, really? You say this, my dad you didn't murder lived me in, yet. <laughs> my dad lived inside of an RV inside of his welding shop. See, RVs are well. At least it was his RV, like not a van, somebody else's. Van Plus, yeah. That guy in this show are was living in vaping? other people's cars. This is not nicotine. This is allegedly. Weed. But vaping in general is really bad. for I don't give you. a fuck. Why I just? Why not just smoke regular flour? Because I don't give a fuck. But you don't want to live longer. Give a fuck. And smoke weed? I, don't you well, even try? Because no? I, because I want to. I want to kill myself. But <laughs> I need it to take a while. <laughs> I got I, shit to do. <laughs> so look, I've given up so many bad vices in my life. I will take weed in all forms possible. I will take weed rectally. Like, come on, you don't even know. There is. I Actually, have t- you'll, you'll hold yourself to that. Yeah, I'll take weed suppository. I've seen them. Fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, no. So uh, yes, I know how bad vaping is. I know the possible contamination of metals and da 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 and like whatever the fuck. Um, but I do know the basic three ingredients that are normally in vapes. Like it's it's actually not as crazy as most people think. It's it's glycerin, which is vegetable oil. Propylene glycol and then uh, THC distillate. That's it. That's that's. What and then pro- they add terpenes to what it. What is propylene glycol? Propylene glycol. It's a uh, literally in just about everything. It's an it's a stretching agent. Mm. 
So uh, it's it's in toothpaste. It's in uh, shampoo. Uh, it's in because they don't want to give me good shampoo. So so it's also glycol. So like uh, it's slightly uh, flammable. So like <laughs> by, like not. Oh, slight. that's great! You're Woo. inhaling slightly flammable. No, smoke. no, 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 no. <laughs> like no, and, and not that. It's not slightly flammable. It makes it to where uh, it, the it makes the uh, just the gl- swallow a match. And that's explode. that was the wrong terminology. <laughs> My bad, guys. That's why experts in quotation marks. Uh, but it doesn't make it more flammable. It makes a. The viscosity correct to where it can uh, uh, va- uh, vaporize better. You throw ah, a, you throw a couple okay. more science words at me. And yeah. So I, what me. it does is it makes the liquid a little bit thinner to vape easier. So yes. like the uh, glycol is pretty thick because it's vegetable oil, and yeah. then the distillate itself is pretty thick, and it needs to be heated to be activated. Right. So the glycol helps it get to temperature correctly, and glycol is it's a heated oil uh, and. Uh, I mean, the, anyway, fuck it. It's the, that shit's not that bad. You're just vaping plant juice and alcohol, whatever. I don't know how healthy that is. It's not still. so. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not. We're not, <laughs> not going to find out how unhealthy yeah, it is dude. for another ten years. Yeah, dude. And that's, then we'll know. That's true. Yeah, if you were a loved one, got vape lung from vaping cotton candy vape flavored yum yum vape. Uh, wait for the infomercials. They're coming. Dude, they're coming, bro. They're coming. What, you and you, a loved one could... Did you smoke? Have you ever smoked? and join the suit. Here in San Francisco, they have to like pull out a... Not just a normal suit. A lawsuit. To buy fucking disposable like flavored vapes in San Francisco, you have to like go to a fucking vape shop and like be like, hey, you got any vapes? And they go... What what do you mean? And you gotta like say a name. You gotta be like Flume, and then you gotta be like, we only got Escobars, but I'll show you what I got. And then they like pull a case from underneath the counter, and it's just full of flavored vapes. And or just go to Daily City. That's where you have to. As long as you they leave, have actual vape shops. If there, you yeah. leave San Francisco, you can find like the flavored. Uh, San Francisco and, and LA do the same thing. Like LA is the same way. So you can't buy flavored vapes in San Francisco or LA anymore. Can't. No, they made. Um, it's illegal. San Francisco made uh, flavored stuff and menthol. Yeah. So you can't buy menthol. I mean, you can, but What's you legally menthol? can't. Menthol, it's like mint. Mint. It's like the mint cigarettes. They, huh. So they have the like a cooling, refreshing. We have a fucking. Almost child in the booth. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. It fucking wakes <laughs> me out, bro. I'm like my sister, my sister is actually almost uh, is three years older than you. Oh my, my, wow. My little sister. Yeah. Uh, she has a you know. For those of my, you who don't know, I am 19. Yeah. Yeah. I have a med card, which I'm so happy about. I yeah. knew it. Uh, that, that, that's why I was like when I first met her, I scanned her ID and I was like, "Bitch, you're not old enough to get this one." <laughs> like, <you're not> even, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> No, she, she whipped out the med card, and I was like, okay, you can get it. You're Hell good yeah. to go. You're good I, to go. You know why I got it? For ski racing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so you wouldn't flag on the fucking tests? Uh, well, uh. here's the thing. I was lucky enough to not be at that level yet where I had to take tests, but we had to take fucking COVID tests. That shit sucked. They stuck a thing up my nose every oh, yeah, yeah. month That's because crazy. then I couldn't go to races. I couldn't do anything. The only reason why I got to ski at all during the year 2020, I think it was, yeah, 2020-2021 winter season was only because I had professional status, but they shut down everything. It sucked. 
because they were like, oh yeah, if you go skiing, you're going to get COVID. And it's like, Fuck yeah. I have a fucking mask on because it's fucking cold. You think I'm going to breathe on somebody and give them COVID? <laughs> it's like, bitch, when you go to the bar afterwards, that's when you're going to get COVID. <laughs> Noth- nothing makes me more ready for sports than licking someone in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. We are going to kiss each other all the time. Oh, my Dude, God. What, what's that Nick Kroll bit where he's like, I just want to have something cool for breakfast, like a bar of chocolate and yeah. a cigarette. Like, you know, and like, uh, what is that? Uh, so I think it's like Nick Kroll, like a uh, fucking, it's what, some fucking. That does sound familiar. It was busy. It just, it's like a, ger- it's like the German breakfast, like the German day. Like, yeah. so for, for breakfast, we'll have something cool. Like, But what was it on? Is uh, it like a joke? Like the Kroll show? Like it was a sketch. Uh, it was a sketch. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot who Nick Kroll was for a second. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm fucking that hundred milligrams caught up with me pretty quick. Uh, How you feeling? How you doing? I'm feeling like uh, I need to take five. Y'all want to take five? Yeah, sure. normally you do five hundred milligrams. <laughs> yeah. This is all right, guys. I'm gonna let some emo rap roll for like five minutes, and then when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna talk some more. See you guys.
So then he took me to Yenny's. It was afternoon, you know. I still had the Grand Slam breakfast. Two 